0: That is not the way our Constitution works. You have a duty, we expect you to fulfill it. You know, we've got some judges on uh, the courts of appeal, they were confirmed, you know, 99 to nothing. So there are people who have already gone through the process and I think the president will be looking for somebody. There are some great other people, great uh, jurists and lawyers and advocates. So I'm hoping that we'll get somebody nominated, that everybody will say, hey, The only reason to block this is pure partisanship. The way our brilliant founders set up this country requires compromise. Why? Because they had some pretty tough fights in those days. They had big disagreements. But here's what they understood. No human being has all the answers.
1: Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I figured I'd start with that load of crap because it was befitting of what I'm going to be talking about today. Supreme Court nominee uh, just came out that President Trump is going to select Judge Amy Comey Barrett from the Seventh Court of Appeals, 48-year-old female. She's definitely a favorite with uh, religious conservatives and a big-time Trump supporter. Now, my understanding from Lindsey Graham and a few other senators is that they will have the votes to confirm her. Prior to the election, which is a really good thing because, God forbid, we get a contested election. We definitely need all nine in place. That way, there will be a deciding vote. So, hopefully, it'll be her. Now, recently, the Democrats have been calling Lindsey Graham, Ted Cruz, and a few other senators hypocrites because during the 2016 election, uh, they held off on voting in Obama's choice. But Lindsey Graham came out with a statement that after the show they put uh, Brett Kavanaugh through, all gloves are off. You know, they dragged that man through the mud. They tried to ruin his life. Again, I mean, you had a 35-year-old accusation with absolutely no proof from some lady that appeared out of nowhere, never mentioned it to anybody before, and they smeared him as hard as they could because they just didn't want to confirm anybody that Donald Trump nominated. So, Going forward, since they did that in 2018, they're not going to hold back now and try to push a nomination through. But it's funny, like I played you that clip in the beginning, they'd like to call people hypocrites, I got another clip for you. We'll see by the end of this who the true hypocrites are.
0: I know we love the Constitution, and uh, I would hope that we could follow it in his honor, However, uh, the Republicans have a breathtaking refusal to meet their constitutional duty to give Justice Scalia's replacement a timely vote and a fair hearing. Republicans' contempt for functioning government and their disrespect for the president knows no bounds. Evidently, it isn't enough for Republicans to, to merely shut down government or threaten the full faith and credit of the United States of America. They must sabotage the Supreme Court too. (laughs)
1: Amazing. Nancy Pelosi is talking about disrespecting their president and talking about a fair hearing. Are these people either A, that stupid, or B, just so corrupt they just don't care what comes out of their mouth? Knowing what you said about Barack, you think you'd try to play it a little bit cooler and maybe have a little bit different of a statement. But no, you just come straight out and everything that you guys do to Donald Trump, you're now, you were damning then, but you're now condoning that you're doing now. And you're calling Ted Cruz and Graham and other people hypocrites? Really? But you're not the only one? Of course not. We got a whole bunch of nasties. How, you know what? Let's go with your number one nasty. The hair sniffer. Let's go with Mr. Biden himself. Check him out. If
2: the president consults and cooperates with the Senate or moderates his selections, then his nominees may enjoy my support, as did Justice Kennedy and Justice Souter. End of quote. I made it absolutely clear that I would go forward with the confirmation progress process as chairman even a few months before presidential election, if the nominee were chosen with the advice and not merely the consent of the Senate, just as the Constitution requires. My consistent advice to presidents of both parties, including this president, has been that we should engage fully in the constitutional process process of advice and consent and my consistent understanding of the Constitution has been the Senate must do so as well period they have an obligation to do so because there was no vacancy after the comment the Thomas confirmation we can't know what the president of the Senate might have done But here's what we do know. Every time as the ranking member or chairman of the Judiciary Committee, I was responsible for eight justices and nine total nominees of the Supreme Court. More than, I hate to say this, anyone alive. (laughs) (laughs) I can't be that old. Some I supported, a few I voted against, but in all that time, every nominee was greeted by committee members. Every nominee got a committee hearing. Every nominee got out of the committee, even if they didn't have sufficient votes to pass within the committee, because I believe the Senate says the Senate must advise and consent. And every nominee, including Justice Kennedy in an election year, got an up and down vote. Not much of the time, not most of the time, every single solitary time.
1: Oh, that was so very presidential of you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. You, you know, you actually sounded a little bit more coherent back then. You, you ain't talking like that no more. Again, why people are probably taking cheap shots at you for your cognitive problems, I'm just saying. However, that speech that you gave, why doesn't that apply now? It's a sentence job. It's a sentence job to make sure that somebody is confirmed for the high court. Somebody needs to be in there. So the president is putting somebody forth. And, like you and Nasty Nancy said, should be fair. They should be treated with dignity. And there should be a vote. Oh, there will be a vote. Make no mistake of that. I know that you and Kamala and uh, Obama and Michael, his husband, and uh, everybody else on the left that's hooting and hollering and screaming that we should wait until after the election, you guys think you're real slick. Is it possibly because you're trying to cheat and steal the election so you're so sure that you're going to be putting that nominee in? How could you be so sure? Can you see into the future? Please let me know. If you're going by the polling, FYI, in case you missed it last time around with Hillary, who was a much more formidable opponent for Trump than you are, they had Trump down against her as well, and you see how that went for her. Now, I'm pretty convinced that. Just from what I see in my local area, being that we're a heavily looked at swing state, I think Trump's taking Florida all day and tomorrow. And with that being said, I I have not seen a presidential election that a person wins without getting Florida. So in my opinion, I think Trump's doing another four years. And to really get you guys upset, I hope he starts promoting his son or his daughter about two years in and gets them on the same uh, uh, track as him. And you guys are looking at possibly having another four years of a Trump in the White House. And I know at that moment, all the red lights and warning sirens and everything's going off. And oh, my God, he came out of nowhere. Now we got another Trump oh yeah that would be great to see the meltdown on tv oh what don lemon will probably start crying with cuomo and they'll be having a bromance moment it'll just be fantastic you guys would go absolutely insane and me personally i can't speak for everybody but i'd be loving every minute of it now another one of your little nasty soldiers elizabeth warren the socialist weirdo yeah That one calling for hold off, it's not constitutional. Everybody keeps saying how unconstitutional it is that President Trump uh, puts a nominee forth. The Constitution dictates it is his responsibility to put a nominee forth and the Senate to vote on it. So I don't know where we're getting this whole Constitution thing. I also have not seen anything in the Constitution about dying wishes. And if it is in the Constitution, would somebody please send me the link or whatever where i can find it that way on my deathbed i'll make like my last wish that my family be the richest family on the earth and that way they could just dump a whole bunch of money in the bank account for them while i'm uh, heading to my next life but let's listen to nasty warren and see what she has to say
2: Democratic Senator Elizabeth Warren of Massachusetts is calling on her Republican colleagues to schedule a hearing on Judge Garland. She joins us now from Capitol Hill. Senator, good morning. Good morning. Are you enthusiastic in your support of Judge Garland?
3: The way I think of this, filling a Supreme Court vacancy is one of the most solemn tasks undertaken by this government. This isn't supposed to be a circus. The president has done his constitutional duty. He has sent us a nominee. And now it is our job in the United States Senate to hold hearings, to examine his credentials, and then to have a vote on him. That's what the Constitution calls for.
2: uh, With respect, Senator, the question I asked was, will you support Judge Garland.
3: But that's the whole point right now, is that we want Judge Garland to come over, I want to meet with him, I want to look at his credentials, I want to see him perform in a hearing, and then I want to be able to have a vote on him. That's what advice and consent means. It's not supposed to be some kind of crazy political process. You know, Senator Toomey said, uh, the Republican from uh, uh, from Pennsylvania said, well, if he had been nominated by a Republican, then yes, he'd be willing to consider him, but not since he was nominated by President Obama. You know, he's just really taken off in a direction that is a direct insult to the president it is a direct insult to the constitution and now it is a direct insult to judge garland but senator the republicans are now pointing to joe biden's comments
0: back that a nomination should not be put forward in an election year so why is this different this time in 2016
3: Let's be clear, just go back and look at the history. Every single Republican, uh, every single Supreme Court nominee to a vacant position has had its hearing and a vote. The only ones who didn't get a hearing, didn't get a hearing because they went straight to a vote. That is a hundred years of actual fact.
1: Oh, really? A hundred years of tradition, constitutional rights. Everybody should be considered. Everybody should have their day. Are, is anybody else here, anybody else listening to this, just really feeling the hypocrisy of these people? I mean, it's so amazing that they're going to go out of their way to call others hypocrites when this is what they were pushing back in 2016. And now because Republicans are pushing the same way and they want their nominee to go through, now they're hypocrites. Because God forbid you go against what the left tells you. God forbid you do something they don't like you to do. All of a sudden, you're such a terrible person and you don't follow the rules. Not only are the Republicans following the rules, but in my opinion, they're being too lenient. I think they should just get it on. Just do the vote and be done with it. I don't think you need to have any hearings. I don't think they should even waste their time having any hearings because all they're going to do is try to tear this woman down. All they're going to do is make her life miserable. Now, you're probably not going to see the same type of freak show that we saw with Kavanaugh because unlike him... This is an actual female. So you shouldn't be having any females come out of the woodworks claiming that 65 years ago, she touched me inappropriately at a party that I was standing near a punch bowl and I saw her pass by because that's about stupid Kavanaugh's was. Okay. So the only interesting part of hers is going to be that now the last week or so, naturally it looks like the only way they're going to try to attack her is her religious beliefs. Uh, This is America, Jack. Constitutional freedom of religion. I don't know where they missed that. We're allowed to be whatever religion we want to be. They're just worried about Roe versus Wade and whatever other ridiculous liberal um, causes they're going to bring to the Supreme Court. Maybe kind of like that one out in California where they've you know, more or less made pedophilia legal between same-sex partners okay <clears throat> maybe that'll get challenged and go all the way up to the supreme court and it'll get shot down because she knows what's morally right and what's morally wrong because she has god in her heart and that would dictate right versus wrong give me a break you people are freaking out because you're losing control because you wanted this socialist utopia, and the last thing that you thought was coming was Ginsburg kicking the bucket. I don't mean to be insensitive. The lady was 87 years old. She, I think she beat cancer. what? I could be wrong about this, but what four times? I mean, she fought all the way till the end and was honored. okay in in the if you look at the court, she literally was the most liberal judge on the court. So that's why you're worried. You're worried because he's replacing your most liberal judge with probably going to be one of your most conservative judges. Let's just get down to it because that's what it's all about. You don't care about anything else. They don't care that she's a woman. They don't care who she is. If, if she would do their bidding, they'd put her in there with no fuss. But since they know it's going to go against what they're trying to do, they're flaring up like a hemorrhoid. They're trying to take over the United States. They're trying to turn a socialist. One of the best ways to combat that is through the justice system because they can shut down any stupid rule that you're trying to implement or stop you from changing things in the Constitution like stop you from taking away our right to bear arms because I know you're after that one. You guys are always after that one. And like I said, Roe versus Wade, you can overturn stupid laws. So naturally, you're flaring up. I think Trump did a fantastic job on who he picked. She looks like a strong justice. Hopefully she'll serve just as strongly. I know that some people would say that Kavanaugh let us down on a few big ones. And uh, Roberts, well, that's a whole different ballgame, but we're, we're getting let down on some areas and hopefully she'll stand in there strong for her values and what she believes in and read the law as she sees fit. Now, I know the Supreme Court is not supposed to be biased. You're not supposed to put your political opinion and interject it in your decisions. However, in human nature, we tend to go not only by the facts, but by the way we feel. So I think that's their biggest concern. I don't think it's a concern because it's good for me. (laughs) I mean, sorry. Um, I didn't hear when they're going to, and I don't believe they've announced it yet unless I missed it. Uh, But when they're going to have her in front of the monsters so they can try to make her look bad and call her all kinds of names and, you know, question everything that she's done in her life since she was born. Um, Again, I think they should just go straight to a vote. Uh, They did say they have the votes, like I said earlier, so hopefully that remains true. Side note, it was weird to see Romney come out of the blue and say that, you know, we should be voting on this and that he's pretty much a yes. Which is crazy as his ass has been, and that's saying something, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, next week, Tuesday, I probably am not going to drop a uh, podcast just for my listeners until late Tuesday evening, possibly Wednesday morning. Reason being is if there is actually a debate, I know I've said in previous podcasts, I just don't see it. I think something will come up and just today, Nancy Pelosi came out again advising Joe Biden to not waste his time debating President Trump. So we'll see. Hopefully Tuesday he shows up. Now I'm sure that he probably already knows the questions. You know they cheat, so I'm, I'm sure he's been practicing for weeks now, and the left is probably just hoping that he makes it through and doesn't screw up too badly, Naturally, Trump's not going to be given the same privilege of knowing the actual questions. I'm sure they're going to give him the generalized topics that they'll be going over, but they wouldn't feed him the direct questions. But Trump's a sharp guy. I've watched videos of him in the past. And he is really no different than he was 20, 30 years ago than he is today. So I don't think he'll have any problems with whatever questions they give him. Not to mention, man, we got some great memes and little cuts out of his and Hillary's debate. And I'm sure we're going to get some more good ones out of this if it actually goes down. Again, like with the Supreme Court, we'll see what happens. So after that's done, I'll end up making my podcast. And like I just said a minute ago, probably drop it either late Tuesday night or uh, early Wednesday morning. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Keep listening. Tell five of your friends if you like what you're hearing. If you'd like to reach me, uh, I'm at gmail at ljconscrn at gmail.com. At LJCONSERCRN at Twitter and Joe Little on Parlor. God bless. Have a good night.